you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Hello, this is Father Louis Scurdy with another interview with a very interesting character and wonderful priest, <laughs> Father Richard Baker, here at St. John Nepocene. Did I say that correct? Nepomocene. Nepomocene um, in the east, east side, side of New York, mid-east side, 40s. Um, 60s. And, 60s. Numbers don't do, I don't do numbers. Well. You don't do numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jerry always balanced our books at the chapel. There you go. Um, we're going to talk about Father's previous ministry. It's definitely integrated into his ministry now. And it is at the Actors Chapel, St. Malachy's in New York City, right in the Broadway area. And just dovetailing that before we talk about St. Malachy's, uh, talk about looks, looks New York. Ah, looks New York. Yeah, we have a, a very unique minister here. Being we are a very unique parish, as I've already mentioned. Um, when I first came here, I, um, I went to Slovakia, and the uh, Catholic communications arm of the church there. They have a number of divisions, but uh, they approached me and said we would love to do something where we have a arm in New York. And so um, they, I said that would be great because of my own um, roots in the Actors Chapel and in the media world and such. I said, this is great. I think mm. it's a great idea. So we have here a, um, it was called Looks New York. And they, we have a TV st uh, studio here. We have cameras in the church. We air the, uh, our English and Slovak mass every Sunday. We have a live taping each, uh, once a month that goes directly to Slovak secular television. Wow, um, and they uh, they tape um, uh, television programs for um, Slovak uh, Catholic television, as well as f uh, outreach to the Slovak American community here in Canada and or North all of North America, Canada and America. And we've also done little um, um, pieces for uh, Facebook in uh, English and in Slovak and subtitles. So I did a little meditations for Advent and Lent. Um, and the newest project is they're actually doing a live show on Sunday afternoons interviewing Americans involved in the church. Oh, great. Um, and they're doing that in bilingually. So the uh, interviewer, who is our um, Anita, is the Looks New York uh, person. She's literally interviewing the person in Slovak and English. Excellent. So the person is actually speaking in English, but she's... Translating right there yes, on the spot. Yes, yes, So that's a big, uh, it's a lot of effort on her part. And that's on Looks TV? Looks, that's on Facebook. Facebook, yes, okay, yes. So, so it's live. Right. L-U-X-N-E-W-Y-O-R-K on Great. Facebook. Okay. But you can see that live on Facebook, and then, you, of course, it's archived there, and you can see it. And last week, well, two weeks in a row now, um, I just happened to be on Facebook in the afternoon, and there's the mass it was live. I said, oh. And it wasn't just the mass, it was the music, the mass, the, the beautiful, the, the people who are running the cameras know what they're doing. And that's all being run from Bratislava. That, they're controlling the cameras from Bratislava. Stop. Yep. Isn't that amazing? That's the technology today. Modern yep. that's Yeah, great. so they're, they're, that's all being done from, so we have the Slovak mass 1015 and the noon mass is aired on Facebook, which has really been amazing because 
We have a number of our own parishioners who can't get out to mass. Yes, and I'm amazed at these senior citizens. They're they're on their computers and they're watching they the love, mass. Absolutely, I've they're, and they're like so happy that they can watch mass from their church. Yes, yes, that's beautiful. And that's really neat. I'm, I'm really happy about that that we're able to to accomplish that. It's 21st century evangelization. Yeah, it's 21st century evangelization. Okay, let's go back to the Actors Chapel. Yeah. Uh, how long were you there? And tell me all about it. And when was it started? I was there for, blessed 12 years. It was really great. great. Um, I was uh, teaching at St. Joseph's Seminary. And um, I uh, was actually assisting at a parish in Yonkers. Because uh, I, I enjoyed my time in the seminary full-time, but I really am a parish priest. Okay. So I said, listen, I'll do anything you want in the seminary, but I really need to be in the parish. Wow, that's so great. So I taught in the seminary while I was assisting in the parish as well. And um, the time that Cardinal Egan was really looking to say, well, it's time really to, that you should be a minister of parish um, as well, um, he saw the reality of the actor's chapel uh, on the verge of really disappearing. Oh. So he um, made the decision that I should go down there and save the place. So I, because my degree is in music from Catholic University, church music, um, as a musician, certainly I had a connectivity with the uh, mm. entertainment world, at least in, uh, had integrity, you know, understanding of them. And kind of celebrating at the uh, All Souls Day Mass here. Mm -hmm. I, your singing just blew me out of the water. I loved it. It was Thank great. You. I mean, you incorporated it so beautifully into the, the whole liturgy, and it made it so it really sacred. Does, it, it, as the, the church has always said, that, you know, music enhances the word and makes the word more profoundly proclaimed. And if it's done right, you know, if, unfortunately in the church, music is so used as performance, uh, yeah. you know, and not as the tool to carry the word. Right. That's our biggest right. problem right. in the church when right. it comes to music. So I think I really... I think you've witnessed that I use it as a tool of communicating the word Beautiful. and the people feel very at ease of responding back. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. And yes. Then, they respond. And then, yes. then they feel they can participate. And that was what really happened at St. Malachy's. So when I arrived there, it was a really sad situation. There wasn't, there was not many people there, but by Describe the where it's God, located. It's, it's actually on 49th street between Broadway and eighth. So it's right there in the theater district. Where that, where it's all happening. It's history is, um, it was just one of those churches that were built just to have mass. You know, that area was so highly concentrated back a um, uh, hundred and uh, plus years ago yeah. of Catholics. They just needed places to have mass. Yeah. That was built with an upper church and lower church, no church hall. It didn't even have a rectory in the first couple of years. Wow. And um, so over the years, it gained a purpose when uh, Broadway, the theaters, moved from Herald Square to Times Square. Right. And the priests there saw a purpose for themselves and they went right to the theater, right to the theaters. And they um, turned the lower church into um, what they called the Actress Chapel. I see. And they dedicated it unofficially to St. Genesius, the patron of actors. Right, oh, with the mask, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. then it became a, a, a place where famous actors, you know, then called it their home. You know, Rudolf Valentino's funeral was from there. Whoa. And it was it's considered the first mass media event. Um, and uh, many famous people over the ages went there. They even had a midnight mass on Saturday night because obviously back at the time you couldn't have mass um, any earlier than obviously for Sunday. Right. They petitioned the archdiocese to have it at midnight. So when the theaters all emptied out, they, go to they all go to church. That lasted until about 1974, as you will know, Times Square, everything decayed, and it turned mm. into the cesspool of New York. And so that mass disappeared. 
And uh, of course, the obligation for the mass, you know, wasn't taken as seriously. Also, but when I arrived there, one of the first things that the stagehands uh, they came to me and says, "Hey, Father, can we bring back the midnight mass?" Whoa! So I said, "Well, that's a really good idea." I said, "Probably midnight's not the the, the <laughs> time." So we we talked about it and uh, we decided eleven o'clock would be good yeah, in terms of when finished, the theater yeah. gets out and how much time it would take for the um, community to finish up the theater to get to the church. I mean, you want to be awake after all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, so I was like, okay, we did it. We established the 11 o'clock mass, um, and we brought that back. And they still have it. And we, they still have it, yeah. Great. I, to, to, I'm sure my successors are like, oh, why did he do this to us? <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it's uh, it's the actor's mass. It's the stage mass. It's the, And it was it was always funny that when I, I had the, the rare opportunities to go to a show on a Saturday night, um, that I would go and um, the ushers would be, hey, Father's here, Father Baker's here, you know? Isn't that great? And like, I, I have the 11 o'clock mass. It, it was, I guess it was um, Billy Elliot. And I was like, I got the 11 o'clock mass. I got to get, do you think I'll be able to get out of here? Don't worry, Father, we'll get you out. Well, literally, they finished that show and an usher grabbed me <laughs> up the aisle. It was still dark, you know? Everybody's applauding. Threw me to another usher, who brought me to another usher, and then threw me out a door. <laughs> and I ran to the church, got vested, came out to start the mass, and all those ushers were in the pew going, right there, <laughs> waving at me. That, it was that was just those special moments, oh, you know. Yeah, it's wonderful. And it was a wonderful those that mass also became like the kids' mass because when um, Matilda and um, and uh, uh, Mary Annie, Poppins and Anne, yeah. they all those kids would come to mass. Isn't that great? And it was wonderful because they would bring all their non-Catholic friends to Mass too. What an education. And I would have all these kids of serving that Mass. It was really wonderful. That's that was excellent. one of the great outreaches um, of, that, of that. But the, the parish itself really did reflect that. And there were many people, of course, in the acting community that would grace our presence. Mm. Uh, the two people that would, had no problem ever in me talking about it was, was uh, Martin Sheen and Mario Lopez. Oh God! And uh, they were always present there. And uh, my cousin, Father Donald, he would after the family was there on Easter Sunday, and he would stay for the six p.m. mass. And um, he's he leans over to me and says, "Is that Mario Lopez taking the collection up?" I said, <laughs> I said "Yes, thank God, it'll be a good collection." <laughs> little influence, <laughs> yeah, little influence. As he's smiling there with those dimples, yeah, saying, "Thank yeah, you." Yeah, it's yeah. like you go. Whatever you want. Here's, here's my wallet. <laughs> That's great. Uh, did you implement any um, musical or, or theatrical events there at the church? Well, our music program was superb, of course, because mm -hmm. I always have the best musicians, uh, you know, best musical directors working uh, for us. Um, uh, through yes, yeah, specifically Father George Drance, an amazing, amazing Jesuit priest who is a, a professor at Fordham University. He is a director, a playwright, and an actor himself. Um, and uh, proudly, he's also Eastern European. He's Ukrainian. And um, he uh, came on board to work at, at Parish a little bit, at least as a weekend associate. But then he also started doing things with the acting community, like offering Days of Recollection, as well as doing an outreach to That's help wonderful. polish you know, the actor's um, craft. Mm. And he would hold workshops and things. And he still does. Really? And he's still there. He still um, um, serves the liturgies there um, and helps great. out at the parish. So he was that, became that person as uh, um, um, as associate of the parish. Mm. And um, Dave Dwyer of Busted Halo. Yeah. He's a Paulist father. He was also helping me there at the parish. Great. Great, I had great priests oh, with wonderful. me. Oh, wonderful. I was the only priest of the parish. I ran the whole place myself. 
but I had great priests that came and worked with me, at least with the liturgies and such, that were just wonderful, wonderful presence. You see, and you're not intimidated by another great priest. Oh, not at all. So you see, there's so many. Thank God, I would have those those great priests. There's so many parishes that if you preach well or you're outstanding, your personality's out of the box, they don't want you. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I mean, come on, this is I, evangelization. I'm so happy to have those guys because they were such great. They're great preachers. I, I'm okay, but they are awesome. Excellent. Preachers. They're fine for preachers, and they would be great because they would be the ones that really could, you know, do Holy Weeks and and Christmases, and, oh, and I true. would enjoy it because I would be nourished. You know, I had the opportunities to be able to celebrate the liturgy, and they would preach, and I would be able to have a great homily. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm, I, I really That's enjoyed true. That we don't get much. fed that much. We don't get fed that much. Very often when I travel, I sit in the pews because I want to experience it. Oh, you're very daring. Uh, sometimes it's, dis- liturgy, sometimes yeah, that's, it's that's very tough. disappointing. It's very, <laughs> sometimes I want to get up and say, yeah. I can't believe you're saying that, but I yeah. don't. I just, Musically, liturgically, that's very yeah, hard. Yeah, it is. I really it is. don't take that chance because I get too frustrated. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> the last time I was there, I think it was around uh, All Souls Day, they were presenting a, uh, a record, I don't know whose record, one of the requiems. Is that common to, to do performances there? Oh, yes. We had, we had a great concert series at St. Malachy's. Um, we had uh, uh, choirs that would come from all over the all over the world to perform there. We had a great relationship with um, a uh, uh, um, a company that really would basically they would provide an experience for public for schools. They're basically um, public schools yeah. that um, uh, they would have workshops for them. They would get Broadway performers to work with these kids. They were choirs or bands mm. or orchestras um, or um, drama clubs. And that they would then come and perform at St. Malachy's. And I have to tell Wonderful. you, it was one of the great experiences. We had one school that came from California and the choir directors taught them old Slavonic. And so they were saying, Stop. Stop. Oh, wow. And That's they came fantastic. every year and they sang a ma- at mass, public high school. Isn't that beautiful? And it hit the Board of Education that they this they were singing at a mass in New York City and they they were going to prevent this from happening. Well, the people revolted so much <laughs> the Board of Education backed down from it. Good. Because they were like, This is a famous actor's chapel and what that's a, and they the they back they backed down. Good. Because the experience was so they they they, they were just so affected by it. And I, of course, made a big deal with them. And of course, my background being um, Orthodox, it was what I was originally before I became Catholic, that they came because they their own experience of learning old Slavonic and my background and the actor's chapel and me being a musician. And the uh, it was just a wonderful connectivity. Perfect but storm. I was amazed these public schools wanted to come and they wanted to sing at Mass. They wanted to sing Mass. They weren't performing. They were celebrating. And That's wonderful. And, and all these different faiths. And that's what I thought was so beautiful, that they weren't intimidated. They weren't, oh, I'm offended. And I used to say, okay, who, all, let me hear all the religions and who's, you know, have no religions at all. Yeah. And we were wonderful to all be together. Great, great. And great. nobody was, oh, it was just wonderful. The God Lord blessed them immensely. So there was great, great, such great variety at the actor's yeah. shop. You great. are filled with the Holy Spirit. You really are. Well, you know, it's amazing what God can do with the weak and the, and the, and the limited. <laughs> <laughs> we did and a I, good job with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I guess I'm just allow it to happen. And that's, that's, that's it. That's what we got. You're the instrument. This has been Father Louis Skirt. And I told you it would be entertaining and interesting with Father <laughs> Richard Baker here at St. John's Church 
in um, Eastside, Manhattan, talking about a previous ministry, and a beautiful ministry, the Actors' Chapel. You'll, you'll be back. We'll be back, and we're going to get another view from Father's perspective of um, ch the church in Manhattan. We don't do that too often on our Friends of the Word, so that'll be a, a very eye-opening experience. This has been Father Lou Skirty. Let me hear from you. Father Lou Skirty at Hotmail.com. God bless you. Thank you, Rich. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.